listening to the ACB Advocacy Update. Welcome back to another episode of ACB Advocacy Update. This is Claire, the Advocacy and Outreach Specialist here at the American Council of the Blind. Sitting to my left is... Clark Rockfall, Director of Advocacy and Governmental Affairs for the American Council of the Blind. Thanks to everyone listening over ACB Radio and those downloading and streaming via their favorite podcast player. And we are coming to you all on the heels of the 2020 ACB DC leadership meetings. You say people download it from their favorite. Maybe they don't download it from their favorite. Just an observation. Yep, you got me. Yep, just an observation. Anyway, (laughs) Um, who's sitting to your left, Clark? Well, Claire, today we have two guests on this podcast. And the first one that we shall introduce is the distinguished gentleman from the great state of Iowa, <laughs> ACB Executive Director, Mr. Eric Bridges. Woo! Hey, good morning, guys. Yeah. So, Eric, um, what was your favorite part about the DC leadership meetings? I loved it all. Yeah? Yeah. That's good. Folks, we're recording this before the meetings actually occur, um, so just a little curve. Everything there. is going to go perfectly. We're clairvoyant. There we will know be no incidents. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. No one will be kicked out of any of the office buildings on Capitol Hill. That would actually be really cool because that'd be me. That'd mean we were like really intense, awesome advocates. So, you know. Would that give us street cred? I think so. ACV street cred. We're we're hard. (laughs) (laughs) So the DC leadership meetings are one way that ACV is furthering our mission. Um, Folks have seen recent announcements whether that's online or through the listservs, um, about other ways that ACB is growing and furthering our mission. And Eric, one of those is the hiring of a development director. That's correct. So over the last few years, ACB has done, you know, I would consider a really nice job of uh, figuring out our our finances uh, and being able to to sustain uh, the organization through uh, various revenue streams that's allowed us to go out and hire uh, frankly folks like Claire uh, we did not have a position previous to the advocacy and outreach specialist and uh, we're able to hire Claire as well as Cindy Van Winkle last summer to be our membership services uh, coordinator um, two really key roles, and in order for the organization to really grow and meet the vision of the next five years, uh, we've needed to go and hire uh, somebody that can focus uh, really most, if not all, of their time on fundraising and bringing uh, money into the organizations, developing relationships with with foundations and corporate America, uh, to to and individual donors to to not just help sustain ACB, but to help us grow so that we can do more for our members. And I'm really pleased to announce that 
the individual that we've hired is on this podcast. And you all may recognize him from previous podcasts. He was the uh, original uh, OG, the OG. Of, this, of this podcast with Claire, Tony Stevens. Woo! <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Hi, Tony. I'm a bit like Hi, you everybody. Over there. <clears throat> but it, Clear my throat. There you go. It's great to have you back. Uh, congratulations. And uh, where have you been? I have been busy the past year up in Baltimore. Uh, hi, everybody. It, it is, it's, it's nice to be back in the fold, as it were. So I have been, I left ACB for an opportunity, um, primarily just to my kids at a very formative time in their lives. Uh, we moved to Baltimore several years ago from Washington, D.C., which is a commuter, you know, it, it's it's a sort of the D.C. metropolitan area Baltimore falls within. It's only 25 miles north of the district. But it is, uh, you know, a, a place where uh, my family and I, you know, wanted to move to. Uh, we, we love row, row home living. So we moved to Baltimore and then an opportunity came uh, that would allow me uh, sort of a part-time gig uh, to be with my kids for a year. Uh, just to be able to really focus in on their education and, and uh, helping get the family, as it were, sort of uh, really set up. And, and with school and everything, I got a 10-year-old and a 7-year-old now. And so I took a job running a small nonprofit here in Baltimore that was a family-focused advocacy uh, nonprofit. So I, 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 I bid adieu to ACB. It was a very tough choice, as Eric knows, and, and uh, you know, when I made that choice. But, uh, you know, but I spent a year, and, and after that year, uh, you know, Eric was talking with me about this opportunity and I was looking to, you know, I got the nonprofit in a place where I thought it was a good place to be and, and bid, bid them adieu as well uh, to, to transition uh, in, in what, you know, this opportunity opened itself up to be. So, so I'm back. I, I, I don't know if I should be like Brian Cranston from the uh, Super Bowl commercials where he was sort of playing the part of uh, Johnny from The Shining, you know, I'm back kind of thing. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so here I am. Mountain Dew Zero, right? Or whatever that was? I, I was Mountain Dew, you're right, yes. Okay. I, uh, We're going to have to have our editor bleep that out. They are not a sponsor of the podcast. They're not a sponsor. <laughs> well, maybe they could send some free Mountain Dew yeah, Zero Pepsi, to the right? office. I mean, maybe we yeah, could, yeah, yeah, it's a I like it. PepsiCo. Yeah. You guys know I always have a Diet Pepsi in my hands. So. That's right, you Indeed. do. I'm, I, I'm, as the development director now, I'm happy to <laughs> listen to the Pepsi, PepsiCo. Yeah. Uh, so, Taco Tuesdays, I think they have Taco Bell also in their portfolio. Oh, so. there we go. Tony, how has your, your year away, as it were, um, but your time working with that uh, family nonprofit in Baltimore. How has that prepared you to take on this new role within ACB? Well, it, you know, if anything, it was it was sort of a PhD in one year compressed on on fundraising. I mean, when you're executive director mm -hmm. for a small nonprofit, we were very small uh, in the sense that I, I wore a, you wear a lot of hats, right? It was smaller by staff wise than ACB, mainly relying on volunteers. But it, it, it's it in a sense is a sort of that crash course on all things. Um, when I took over the, the nonprofit, um, it, was in a, it was in a tough financial position, uh, to say it nicely. And, you Hang know, on, Tony. It, it, yep. You, um, you want to, your audio did a funky thing there. Okay. Um, I'll, I'll pause and then go back in. 
Yeah, just to start over with it was um, yep. the nonprofit was in a tough financial position. Yep. When I took over the nonprofit, it was to say it nicely in a tough financial position, and it, it in a lot of ways was rebuilding the relationships with some with some funders and donors, and really focusing about sixty percent of my time was spent on fundraising in that position because uh, we did not have a, a, a director of development. Um, so a significant amount of that time was was spent on really uh, development, but also too, you know, it was interesting. The the board had undergone a strategic plan the prior year, and so it was executing that and, and working within that context of of you know just uh, capacity building, but but finding the revenue uh, to try to sustain the organization not just for you know a year, but over time, sort of in the long term, and uh, you know that ties in some sense to the way that the ACB has undergone its own strategic plan in recent years, you know, over the past five years and, and has really been doing an excellent job with Eric and the board, the ACB board, it's sort of executing that. So, you know, in some ways it, it was, it was an excellent opportunity for me to spend a year with my children. I'm not going to say, okay, I'm sick of my children now. <laughs> I've had that year time to move on. Um, you know, but they're, they're growing up and at the age and in a couple of months where they can stay on their own legally, which is a weird sense of parenting when your kids start growing up like that, you, you don't need to be the, the shadow over them. But, um, but in that sense of just, uh, you know, uh, of, of what the past year provided for me, it was really sort of this, uh, really diving in and Eric knows as an executive director, obviously, which with a much larger plate than I had, but, uh, on, on all things the ED does, but uh, from the fundraising perspective, it was, it was really, it, it was really a fascinating year of really just sort of diving in and, and, you know, my whole career has been spent in communications to some degree in the nonprofit sector. I'm, I'm on 31 years now working in nonprofits. I'm much older uh, professionally than I'd like to think I am uh, physically and mentally. But to that end, uh, it's, you know, it's always centered around communications to some degree. And that's really what development is, is anchored in and fundraising is anchored in. And, you know, what's our value proposition? It's part marketing. It's building relationships. Uh, which is interpersonal communications. It's marketing on the larger branding sense, uh, on the macro communication side as well. So, mm -hmm. yeah. And just for the record, I do want our listeners to know that we did have a competitive uh, application process for this, and there were some other really good candidates. So um, it was um, it was a, a a good thing, a good exercise for me to go through, given that we've not had a full-time development director uh, working for ACB um, in a very long time, if ever, maybe. And um, I would like to also recognize the really good work that Tom Tobin has done over the last eight years as our contractor that's been leading our development efforts. Um, Tom is uh, a longtime ACB member and um, is going to be working with Tony to transition uh, Tony over the next couple months. And we thank Tom for his, uh, his dedication, his passion, but also his professionalism through this process. Um, it's, it's been great learning from Tom. And, uh, you know, he, he's indicated that he's very much interested in helping even after his, his time is technically finished as a contractor with ACB. So thank you very much to him. Mm -hmm. Eric, will you talk a little bit more about the, I guess, the work that Tom has done to get ACB to this point? 
um, and the, the areas that you see for growth with a development director? Sure. So, you know, I think uh, one of the things that, that Tom has done is really he's, he's taken the bull by the horns in terms of the individual donors that we, that we have and cultivating them uh, <coughs> saying thank you. Um, mm -hmm. It is amazing um, how many organizations sort of lag behind or don't do that. Um, the, the phone call, the email, the quick note in the mail to say thank you is a really big thing. And he's, he's sort of ingrained that into me um, through the process. Mm -hmm. uh, when we went through the, the strategic plan, we focused on five key areas of the business of ACB. A lot of folks don't think of ACB as a business, but we very much are. Um, and one of those five focus areas was development. And one of the key achievements that, that he um, helped to lead us into, you know, achievement was the, the development and ultimately um, the standing up of a legacy endowment fund, which is really there to help support the organization over time uh, to allow for us to reach out to potential donors or existing donors to share, uh, you know, the fact that we have this, uh, we have this fund where money can go and it will, it will stay and it will be there to help us uh, into the future. Um, you know, allowing us at, at a point in the future to um, take a certain percentage, not, not of the principal, but of, uh, you know, the, the interest uh, to put in as a budget line item so that we can um, take advantage of the, of the goodness of, of folks to do more uh, for our members and the broader community. Yeah. And Claire, you worked with Tony when you first signed on with ACB, right? I did, yeah. And there's going to be a, a lot of partnership as well as overlap between the work that you and I will do in advocacy and governmental affairs um, and the, the work that Tony's doing as well. Yeah, for sure. I'm really excited that Tony's back and um, we'll let him do his job as director of development, but I'm sure we'll um, you know, pull him in for some ideas on what we're doing. Um, I know I had a great time working with Tony and I'm really excited to have him back to, you know, lend his expertise in many different areas um, just to, to help us at ACB. So I'm really excited, Tony, that you're back and we, uh, you couldn't get away. We're going to pull you back in. So. <laughs> and Tony, did you want to jump in? I felt like uh, when I was done, you wanted to say something. No, no, I, I think, Definitely thanks to Tom to echo that, you know, it's, it's a development and fundraising is, is one of the unsung, mm -hmm. uh, you know, the people that do that are, are in a sense, the people that you don't realize working behind the scenes, uh, you know, effective fundraising uh, is, is, is done when it's usually the, the person that, that is leading it uh, isn't the one always in your face, you know. Uh, and, and, and sort of in that sense, uh, you know, a lot of what Tom did was behind the scenes stuff that, that, that keeps the machine running. 
it's sure. not the, the glamorous, it, it, it's not the glamorous, you know, sort of a platform that, that you might get as, as an advocate or as an executive director or as, as a senior board member that has that sort of physical presence. But it's, it's extremely critical in all things. Um, I, I myself enjoy that kind of work. I mean, I'm a, I'm a bass player on the side. I've always loved music and played music. In fact, before I went to study journalism and communications, I had that real, a, a strong sense when I went off to college, I could either do music, I had a full ride for music or a full ride for journalism. And I, I chose the journalism because uh, the voice of my father was in the back of my head. Uh, <laughs> you know, but, you know, as a bass player, you kind of stand in the back and keep the band holding together. Mm-hmm. You're the glue, right? And <clears throat> so in a lot of ways, you know, this is the kind of stuff I love, the behind the scenes stuff. I mean, I've, I've been very fortunate over the years as a communicator to have that platform and Eric providing that platform along with other jobs I've had where you get to stand out in front of people. But there's really something exciting about, you know, uh, sort of creating systems and processes that really help, you know, in a sense, you're, you're building the motor for, for something and, and providing the fuel. And you want to make sure the motor is, is clean and well designed uh, so that what fuel you can put into it uh, you get the, the cleanest running engine you can. You don't get a lot of, of, of uh, you know, smoke coming out, as you were. Uh, and so, so music analogies to car analogies. I love it. Music analogies to cars. Yeah. I just went to the car show the other day. So maybe my head is all fixed around, you know, <laughs> cars in a sense. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, you know, so thanks to Tom, like Eric said, because it is a lot of, a lot of that hard work that oftentimes people don't realize it takes to keep the lights on in any nonprofit. Yeah, it's, you know, this is a business, but one of the things that I, I firmly believe is going to help Tony and uh, all of us, uh, because development isn't just going to be with Tony. Uh, it'll be with me. It will be with all of us, including the board. Um, it's the work that we do, the impact that we have in the community. And you know, being able to go out and talk about that to potential donors, whether they're foundations, individual donors, corporate America, which we've done a really effective job at working with corporate America. You know, this, this job would be all the more difficult if we didn't have real tangible achievements to, to talk to, to speak to, mm-hmm. to, to show folks uh, you know, we, we're a leader in, in the community and we do, we tend to do some things a little different um, than uh, some of our uh, brothers and sisters in the disability community as, as it pertains to accessibility and, and advocacy. So there's, there's some uniqueness and I think a, a good niche for us to be able to approach uh, various parties in the future. Yeah, and in my experience over the past year with ACB, uh, we are a, a strong organization because we have a, a firm foundation of loyal and supportive members. We have a, a strong base of generous donors, and that really enables the work that Claire and I and um, our affiliates do mm-hmm. in the advocacy and governmental affairs space. Uh, but in doing that work, and you know, having tangible results um, from those efforts, that really opens doors to partnerships and innovative collaborations. 
and folks wanting to work with us because they they see the results that are occurring mm -hmm. and that's going to feed into the work that Tony will now be doing with ACB as well. Definitely. So Tony, not to give away any company secrets or anything like that, but can you just highlight a couple of points of things you're hoping to to do when you come in, kind of your your first 100 days, so to speak, um, here at ACB? Any new ideas you want to share with us? I think, I mean, the first thing for any new director of development in any, any role or any, any critical relationship building role is doing what they call sort of an environmental scan. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, we will be undergoing sort of a, uh, analysis and, and looking at all all things relationship and communications and and branding and messaging and what is the value of ACB what value do we bring to people um, but in the same sense too what is what is ACB's existing relationships because as Eric mentioned you know one of the things Tom did that was great is, is you know reminding the value of saying thank you and stewardship is a very critical part of the development and fundraising sort of uh, platform or you know sort of body as it were the corpus of, of, of the fundraising revenue building side of the nonprofit is that stewardship it's it's making sure that relationships existing relationships are strong and solid that people feel empowered themselves and, and buy into the mission of an organization because that helps sustain continued growth um, so you know a lot of the work I'll be doing is, is going to be really right out of the gate you know working to fall within those those individuals and, and donors that we have been generous uh, to have as our benefactors over the years uh, you know sort of self-introductions uh, there is a sense of you know it's nice that I'm not necessarily the new person that I, I, I you know I'm very fortunate that I know a lot of our partners already particularly on the corporate side ACB is unique in that um, you know we we have worked to establish a model of advocacy that that finds you know, sort of coalition building that, that finds people um, to, of, of like-minded missions or visions and, and brings them into the fold as it were. And so, you know, it'll be reestablishing in this new role with a lot of those corporate partners. Uh, it'll be as well looking into foundations, family foundations, large corporate foundations, uh, you know, what opportunities exist uh, where the mission of ACB can, can receive support from some of the more traditional uh, giving arms uh, in the philanthropic community around the country. Because uh, we are a national organization. Uh, the great thing about Washington, D.C. is that there is so much philanthropy at play in Washington, D.C., obviously, as a, being an international city and a focus for so many NGOs. But at the same time, that has a lot of competition. You know? So it's, it's identifying what value does ACB have uh, that stands out amongst the other million and a half nonprofits in the country, many of whom have some sort of national presence here in Washington, D.C., or uh, in some of the major cities on the eastern seaboard. So it's really working to sort of uh, get a lay of the land within those sort of footprints. Mm. Well, I feel like we've talked about all the great, exciting things that you're going to bring to the table and that we're going on here at ACB. So thank you so much. I know I've learned a lot just in this time. Um, so before we close out, I think we should ask a couple of fun questions. So can you tell us one random fact about yourself, Tony? Huh, random fact. Wow. Or um, fun fact or or a fun fact. Well, I let the cat out of the bag that I'm a bass player. Uh, <laughs> That's true. Yep. So let's see. Random. Um I have uh folks don't know 
part of fundraising and, and successful, you know, development is listening. Mm-hmm. It's in communications. We call it the feedback. Uh, I spent seven years in monastic life, uh, studying to become a Catholic priest. A lot of folks don't know that little tidbit about me, but that, that was a, a, an immersion in listening because especially mm-hmm. when I was taking vows of silence for, you know, a month here, things like that, you know, um, you know, and, and just really listening. Uh, so, uh, and I, I went off to, you know, in some sense that was great because it gave me an opportunity into a whole different type of fundraising uh, and, and religious organizations are excellent at fundraising, um, you know, uh, in a lot of ways, but, uh, but it also gave me a lot of opportunities to, to do some fun, uh, you know, going around the world and sort of, uh, there's a Paul Simon song called me and Julio down, you know, me and Julio down at school where they say the radical priests come to get me released. And we're on the cover of Newsweek. Uh, that was kind of the life I lived for a few years, which was exciting. I lived in Mexico and spent some time in the middle East, but, um, but yeah, so that was, that was an odd when I sort of tell people, uh, yeah, I did this for a few years and then obviously you can't get married though. So I left, um, I, I wish there were more fun facts. Now I just, am, I'm just a dad. I'm in a middle-aged boring, home life so, <laughs> eric's like whoa, whoa, whoa. I, I have a i have a question <laughs> eric has two kids that are much younger than my kids so enjoy so, them while they're young exactly. they give you life and verve so so tony how many times have you been hit by a moving vehicle <laughs> you had to bring that up didn't you um and do we need more accessible pedestrians i say <laughs> well of course on that yes um i've been hit five times Oh my god. Holy uh, cow, I thought it was three. Five. No, it was it was well, four and a half. One was a, a car that backed into me that just wasn't paying attention. And then it was more of like a it was kind of like a, maybe if you've been to the zoo or the you know you pet an elephant and they kind of bump up against you kind of bullishly. Like a love know? tap. Yeah, a love tap. It was yeah. a, it was a forceful love tap. Um so four four yeah. The last one was actually quite scary. So you know, but um but We're luckily, I am Tony still here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, well, that's, you know, we know what it's like to be, to, to you know, stubbornly independent. That's right. And yeah. Tony, when, when will be your first day? My first day will be March 2nd. March 2nd. March 2nd, yeah. That'll be my, my, my big day. So the Monday after this podcast. Yeah, aired. a few days from now, yeah. And so. I'm sure folks know where to find you. Um, your inbox is probably still collecting messages if it has, <laughs> if Nancy hasn't shut it down from your if last If they don't, end. the fun part of my job is they'll be hearing from me. So. <laughs> <laughs> yep. It'll be astevens at acb.org. Yep, so same email. Stevens with yes, with a PH. <laughs> the old English ways, I was telling my children the other day. Well, thank you so much, Tony. I know it's been fun for me just to hear your voice again. And it's nice to be back, time. Claire, and to hear your voice as well. <laughs> yeah, and I look forward to finally working with you for a change, as opposed to I know we've always in your wake of, and you know, following you at National Industries for the Blind and now at ACB. It'll be exciting to be uh, be down the hall and hearing all the exciting podcasts for the ACB Advocacy Update being echoed through my wall. Uh, <laughs> Getting to hear what's uh what's going to be next on the plate. (laughs) Well, it it's going to be great to have you back, Tony, and I'm I'm looking forward to it. And for those that aren't aware, even after Tony left, he continued to to help us by editing many of these podcasts. So thank you for doing that. Yes, thank you. It's my pleasure. It helps keep me awake at night when I can't go to sleep. Something to do. (laughs) 
Well, thank you again. And as always, if people have any topics in the advocacy realm they would like to reach out and talk about, um, we would be happy to talk with you. You can always email us at advocacy at acb.org. That's advocacy at acb.org. Um, we definitely want to help in any way we can. And please reach out um, to the, either the ACB National Office or Stevens at acb.org to welcome Tony back to our little family here at ACB. We are family. Okay, I'll stop. That'll be in her head all day. You're welcome. <laughs> and Clark, what do we always say? Well, we say thanks to Eric and Tony for joining us on this podcast. And everyone, keep, keep advocating. For advocate, we would say in Latin. Ooh, maybe. Sorry, that's the old monk days coming back. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know any Latin, so I say Spanish. <laughs> Advocacy Update. You can reach us by emailing advocacy at acb.org. The ACB Advocacy Update is a production of the American Council of the Blind in Alexandria, Virginia. To learn more about ACB, visit us online at www.acb.org.